Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the BH Sales Kettle Call Holistic Healing Hour with your host and moderator, me, Grab and Bill. And today we'll be here for about a half an hour, and we're going to dedicate it entirely to sprouts. We're going to isolate broccoli sprouts, and we're going to isolate them as to how they're a pretty good natural combatant to dioxins. Dioxins being spread. Vociferously, with the wind drifts and so forth from the train derailment in Ohio, and some concerns of magnitude now with soil degradation, wind shifts, toxic pollutions, and better proponent of sprouts for years. We're going to talk about some attributes of getting the most sulforaphane, sulforaphane. From broccoli sprouts and how to grow broccoli sprouts and ways to eat broccoli sprouts, nutritional facts, frequently asked questions, and other healthy alternatives and protection for an ever-increasing, toxically polluted and environmentally polluted earth, soil, wind, air. We'll start out with broccoli sprouts and nutrition and the benefits when we come back after this 10-second break. Thanks for joining us, and we'll be right back after this message. Hey, it's Grandpa Bill, and I want to tell you welcome to. Super seniors, workouts for geriatrics, aka silver streakers. Grandpa Bill discusses all topics to promote good health and wealth, and all things regarding protecting we seniors, but all things good for kids from one to ninety-two. And Google ambassadors, and of course you listeners, are a major piece to our puzzle to continue to promote good health for all animals, their people, plants, and this planet. It is with like-minded intuitives such as yourselves, regardless of your age, gender, race, chronology, sign, we all will continue to enhance the rejuvenation of all communities together, and with your help and support in paying it forward. Gain an audience not only here at the show, which is ever increasing, but like-minded intuitives. When we work in tandem, let's blow our minds as we continue to grow together. Now let's get to today's show, and welcome to one and all, and thank you for being there. Back after the break, and let's take a look at sprouts, particularly isolating broccoli sprouts. Here we'll be talking about several different types of sprouts moving forward. But broccoli sprouts nutrition and the benefits thereof. Most of us have heard of cruciferous vegetables and how healthy that they are, especially fighting cancer. As dioxins become more prevalent. Soil, the air, 
the food, the cancer rate is going to increase tremendously. These mustard family vegetables are not only fiber-rich, but they also pack many nutrients like vitamins C, E, and K, carotenoids, folate, and minerals, as well as glucosinolates. When we chew and digest glucosinolates, they break down into biologically active compounds, including isothiocyanates like sulforane and sulforaphane, sulforaphane, which is key. Out of all the edible plants, the highest amount of sulforaphane is found in broccoli sprouts. Research suggests that sulforaphane is beneficial for human consumption in multiple ways. As the research on the compound and the related mechanisms are being performed, even on the International Space Station as we speak. Some of the suggested benefits—they reduce the risk of several forms of cancer and chemo prevention. They may prevent cardiovascular disease. They reduce, help in reducing inflammation, and they may improve type 2 diabetes, increase eye health, and reduce the risk of blindness. They may reduce autism symptoms. They may slow photo aging UV damage. Still skeptical, sulforaphane and the NRF2 pathway makes sulforaphane so healthy in the first place. What does make it? It's the hormetic stress effect, aka a toxin that is beneficial in low dosages. This toxin has excellent antioxidant properties, especially its unparalleled. Reduction of the NRF2 pathway, electrophiles, ROS, transient activation, detoxification, broccoli versus broccoli sprouts. Now that we understand the mechanism, that we're hopefully convinced to consume more sulforaphane. Could you just eat regular mature broccoli and be done with it? You could, but you'd be getting up to 40 times less of the antioxidative properties. Nothing beats broccoli sprouts when it comes to sulforaphane. Getting the most sulforaphane from broccoli sprouts. Remember how glucosinolates need to break down into the isothiocyanates to be biologically active. This means that in broccoli sprouts. Glucophorin needs to be converted to sulforaphane via the myronicy enzyme. The best way to break this down is what we'll do when we come back after this 10-second break, taking a look at how to combat dioxins and how they're going in or integrating the soil, the water. And with the winters of the weather patterns, we'll be doing so more so and more intensified moving forward. Clean foods are going to be harder and harder to come by. Dioxides, just a small percentile, can integrate the soil for 500 to 1,000 years out. We'll be talking. 
back and talk about ICPs as well. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back, and let's take a look at sprouting. I recommend sprouting in all natural hemp-derived sprouts. I've talked about them in the past. Local farmers in the North Barrington region in Western Massachusetts. One of the methods of growing them at home entails an all-natural hemp sprout bag. There's basically five simple steps. Clean the bag. You can fill a pan with water and bring it to a boil. Drop the bag in and let it sit in the boiling water for about 10 to 15 minutes. You can rinse the bag to cool it before actually adding your seeds. Then your sprout bag is actually ready to go at that juncture. All seed into the bag. Start with approximately two to four tablespoons of leafy sprout seeds, like alfalfa, broccoli, and radish, and four to six tablespoons for peas and beans. Let it soak overnight. Fill a bowl with clean water and submerge the sprout bag for six to eight hours. This begins the germination process, and you would simply dip and drain. Take your bag out of the water. Let it drain, and to drain, you would set your bag on a dish rack in a colander or on the top rack of your dishwasher, or hang it from a hook above a bowl or sink, and then twice daily soak it in water for 30 seconds to one minute to allow it to drain fully. Then you can harvest and enjoy. Typically, leafy sprouts take five to six days to grow fully. While beans and peas only take three to four, give them a try and see if they're ready. One week from seed to salad. Sproutman.com. <clears throat> It's actually all about the seed. Make sure you're using sprouting specific seed and not garden seed from the garden center or cooking seed from a grocery store bulk bin. Sprouting seeds are held to the highest standards when it comes to germination and purity. Using them will deliver the ideal experience. No sunlight required. At this stage of growth, sprouts don't require any additional light; just add water. Leafy sprouts versus bean sprouts. These are two categories of sprouts you can grow in your sprout bag. Our leafy sprouts include alfalfa, broccoli, broccoli blend. Radish and salad mix, and our beans include lentil, mung, pea, and power protein. And again, how to clean your sprout bag? Turn the bag inside out and rinse it under running water. You can use a soft sponge or your hand to help remove any particles after you've actually sprouted. For a thorough cleaning, boil the bag for 10 to 15 minutes. Always avoid soap, and don't wash your bag in the laundry or dishwasher. These will shorten its lifespan. Sproutman broccoli deterrence to dioxins. We'll come back and we'll wrap this up for today and talk about all the above. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. I want to keep this episode to about 
20 minutes, 25 minutes. So, what I want to end it with. Thanks for joining us, by the way, everybody, staying with us. What I wanted to end it with here, and I'll be talking about this more in length because I'll be doing it myself as well, is what you'll actually need for equipment and tools for growing sprouts out of mason jars. You know how to go through that process. So basically, it takes about 15 minutes, and the total time is about three days to a week. It depends on what your skill level is, but even at the basic beginner point, pretty easy. Sprouts are a great, great way to add a bit of flavor and crunch to a salad or a sandwich. I've been eating sprouts for a really long time, more intensely. As I prepped for the last three years, along with many preppers, which is you know it's in business a lion's share of my audience. They've been prepping for a lot of things for a lot of years for a lot of reasons. But this process has been involved in that genre for quite some time. So you would take one cup of bean sprouts, for instance, or broccoli sprouts. In this instance. Provides more than the recommended daily intake of vitamin C, and many nutritionists consider broccoli sprouts to actually be a superfood. Essentially, sprouts are plant seeds that have germinated successfully and can be considered baby plants. There's many different kinds of sprouts that you can grow, each with its own benefits, flavorings. I would highly recommend the sprout men that I、uh, referenced earlier. Show today. Some of the most popular options include bean and pea sprouts, like black bean sprouts or green pea sprouts, sprouted grains, buckwheat, amaranth, and brown rice, with other sources of from vegetable nuts and other seeds like radishes, beets, and alfalfa sprouts. In general, any plant from which you would eat stems and leaves is a good food option for sprouting. Plants from which you only eat fruits, such as tomatoes and peppers, aren't appropriate. An important note: only purchase seeds specifically intended for sprouting. These seeds are chemical-free and cleaned, so they're pathogen-free, and you don't want a side dose of salmonella or E. coli, anything else, with your sprouts, especially as you're using them as a mainstay. In this instance, to a deterrent. As dioxins are going to be continually spread with the weather pattern and wind shifts, and it's going to affect lots of soils, not only in the immediate area, but the wind-driven ones, the rivers, adjacent lakes, farms, acreage, and foodstuffs. So the materials that you would need is a cheesecloth or a fine mesh strainer. Mason jars, and your seeds of your choosing. A wide mouth mason jar, a bowl with a lid, or a food storage bag and a paper towel. Basically, you would place the seeds in the jar and cover them. Wash one to two tablespoons of your chosen seeds and place them in a clean, sterilized wide mouth jar, canning jar. Mason jar is ideal for this. 
Make sure the seeds only take up about a quarter of the jar, as they will expand, and cover them with approximately two inches of warm water, preferably clean warm water. Cover the jar with the cheesecloth and secure it with the canning lid ring or a rubber band, and allow the mixture to actually sit overnight. <clears throat> Drain the water from the jar. Tip the jar upside down over a sink to drain the water from the jar, and alternately you can pour the water and the seeds into a fine mesh strainer, making sure the holes of the strainer are significantly smaller than the seeds themselves, so you don't lose any to the sink. Rinse the seeds, and once you've drained all the soaking water from the container, raise the seeds. Or rinse the seeds by adding new water to the jar, swishing the seeds around, and draining again using the same cheesecloth or strainer method used and that you utilized before, and allow for air circulation, which is key. Find an area out of direct sunlight and place your jar upside down at an angle. To allow for drainage and air circulation through the cheesecloth, using a bowl or a dish rack to actually support the jar. Repeat the process: heat the soaking, draining, rinsing, and positioning of air circulation for about two to four times a day, every day, until your sprouts are the desired size that you want to harvest them. And the seeds should never be allowed to dry out. Completely, or allowed to stand in water. This repeated process takes anywhere from three to seven days, depending on the variety of sprouts that you're growing. And then you can do the aforementioned sprout bag. I do both, or will when I get a nice uh, new sample uh, or ample supply of mason jars to dedicate to this. Then you can harvest the sprouts <coughs> that you want to eat, and they'll still be fairly small. And just starting to mature and green. After harvesting them in that state, give the sprouts a final rinse. Remove any unsprouted seeds, dry and store the sprouts in a covered bowl, and use them within a week of harvesting. They're very good, nutritious meal. You can store your sprouts <coughs> for up to a week. It's a good idea to put a paper towel into your storage container to soak up excess moisture. And switching it out periodically.、And、tips for growing sprouts will be many in upcoming shows. While growing them in a jar, it's a very easy method, and there are other specialized gadgets that you can buy. And they include multi-tiered sprouters, jar lids with different sizes of strainers for easy rinsing and draining. Just some pretty good accoutrements, whatever your budget's for, but. Would start out with the basic mason jars with a good cover, and those are a good deterrent to the fallout of dioxins and weather patterns and so forth that are going to be become more and more prevalent as they already are. Whichever method you choose, growing sprouts and adding them to your diet is simple and effective way to get a little more nutrition and keep your food sources clean as we all possibly can. Institutes like the ISO lab with Mike Adams Health Ranger can help all of us do that. Stay tuned for upcoming issues, episodes on this. We're gonna say bye bye for now. See you all tomorrow.
continue to listen to the show and play it forward. We grow exponentially with your help. See you again tomorrow. Peace, everybody.